What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Built on Bitcoin podcast. This is a This Week in Stacks episode. Where we're covering everything that happened in the past week or so in Stacks. And I'm not going to waste a lick of your time. Let's just jump right into it. Except, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. It would do me uh, wonders. Push the algorithm. The algorithm is going to push this word out to more and more people. So, if you could do that, that would be Splendid. But anyways, let's just get right into it. We got a few things on the list this week, starting with probably the biggest news, which is trust machines. Trust machines, what what is this all about? I thought blockchains were about uh, not trusting anybody and verify, verify, verify. But that's kind of the joke on uh, what, what Munib is building here. And if you haven't seen it, Trust Machines is a new entity that Munib is now heading. He's no longer the CEO at Hero. He is the CEO at Trust Machines, and they have raised $150 million to build applications, uh, mostly on stacks, although the press release was devoid of specifics. So if you read into it, you could see maybe they're going to build some Lightning stuff or uh, you know do things more broadly. But it's probably safe to say that the focus is going to be on stacks. And there was a, t- a stacker chat this morning, and he did say uh, you could probably expect to see Trust Machines create five to six apps over the next few years. So they're not going to be like a crazy spray and pray, uh, you know, production house. It's you'll probably see them do some very deliberate bets. Uh, in very distinct spaces where there's enough white space and like gap to fill, and they'll be working in that kind of area. So, super exciting though. Uh, the way I see it now, like they've kind of built this weird, beautiful Death Star of decentralization entities in the ecosystem. So they have the foundation, which is focused on a user-owned internet, and they have a bunch of programs to enable builders to build on stacks, and like their whole ethos is trying to make the doorway into building on stacks as easy and have as many resources as possible to want to build on Clarity if you want to. And then you have the Stacks Accelerator, which is more of a for-profit entity, and they'll also give you mentorship, resources, and some money to launch your product. Uh, But they're going to vet your product more aggressively, like a VC might, and really focus on product market fit and, you know, turning whatever you're building into, uh, you know, industry-leading application. And then you have Hero, which is doing just dev tooling. So they're creating, you know, Clarinet to test your Clarity code. And they're building the API that you interface with when you're uh, using your wallet, I believe. But just stuff for developers. And then you now have Trust Machines, which is an application-focused production house that's just focused on taking some of those developers and putting them to work on very distinct hard problems. And they're flush with cash, and uh, they can just get to work. So they kind of filled all the holes to unleash Bitcoin on stacks. So, uh, super exciting. Uh, it's going to be cool to watch what they build over the next few years. And with that, there was some shakeups at Hero. So because Munib is no longer the CEO, uh, Alex Miller, who came from Stack Overflow on their... it was His title was Developer Something. I, I'm forgetting off the top of my head. But Alex is now CEO, so congrats to him. And DeWalker, who came from Dropbox is now the CTO. So congrats to those guys. 
Uh, next up on the list, LN Swap, my guy, Pseudozak, who's been crushing it with the integrations, uh, just posted a video showing him minting an NFT on Stacks NFT using the Cash App Lightning version. So you just use the Cash App, uh, pay a Lightning invoice, and fully non non custodial uh, was able to mint an NFT into a Hero wallet that didn't have Stacks. So just to be clear, that's like your friend wants to buy an NFT, they make a Hero wallet, but they haven't gone to an exchange yet or anything. They have no Stacks. You haven't sent them anything. And the mint... The mint provider, so the, the collection who's being sold, you can you can do what's called a sponsored transaction, where you pay the transaction fee upfront, and you can just roll it into your mint price. And so you put up your collection, you put it up for 50 stacks, or in this case, the equivalent in a Lightning invoice, and then your friend can buy it through the Cash App uh, QR code, pay it, and then it will just appear in their Hero Wallet. And this is all non-custodial. So... You know, a month and a half ago, we saw this first inkling of this, um, and it was custodian at some point back then, according to, to Pseudozak, but he fixed a lot of his problems and did it with probably the biggest wallet that people might use, which is the Cash App. Um, I'm not sure which is bigger as far as Lightning integration, but Cash App is, is huge, and everyone's already using that application for sending money, so I think this is huge. Uh Next up on the list, shout out to my guy Zan at Demon Technologies. But they just cut a check for $140,000. And it's a grant for Allbridge to build a bridge to stacks from roughly 10 different blockchains. And that includes Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche, uh, a bunch of others. You can check the press release, but... Basically, they'll be building a bridge that the equivalent SIP token on Stacks, SIP9, SIP10, uh, it'll bridge the equivalent ERC or whatever on the other blockchains. So there'll be much more flow between these these different blockchains, and you can bridge them across. So that sounds crazy. Um, I really got so much to learn about crypto because I don't know how, how do you bridge... I know that some SIPs are based off of other standards, like an ERC, whatever, is based on a SIP9, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's cool that you're going to have this interface to have all the standards play somewhat nicely. So that's pretty cool. And on that same uh, bridging front, Stacksbridge, you've probably seen it. There's a news release that came out on Thursday, and they officially started br- officially started bridging on Monday or Tuesday, I think. But Satoshiables is here. The We initially had phases of Satoshi. I got to give them uh, their love because they were the OG Satoshi-facing uh, Stacks project. But Satoshiables is a, a pretty big Ethereum project, super dope artwork. And uh, they now have this bridge where if you have the artwork on ETH, you can send it over to Stacks. It now cannot be sold on ETH, so it's kind of locked up in some sense. And when it comes over to the stack side, the background changes, so it gets a different kind of like overlay. The main artwork is still the same, and there's a small B in the upper right corner, so you know where is that Satoshiable currently. Is it on Stacks or is it on Ethereum? And you can put it on the marketplaces, sell it, and that's kind of what we've been seeing. It's like I think 5% of Satoshiables have bridged over, and at least currently they're getting a premium for selling in Stacks compared to their ETH equivalent. Uh, we'll see how that market plays out over time, 
probably reaches a happy medium. But it is the first bridge. So we know Megapont's, Megapont's Banana Bridge is coming soon, but the Stax Bridge uh, is the first to do it. And I've heard in certain rumblings that they will be either open sourcing it or making it available to more projects. So it won't just be a Satoshiables exclusive thing. Uh, but that's dope. Mintery, mintery.co or the Mintery was a, or is a NFT accelerator where they're trying to bring on people ideally that aren't in crypto but are super dope artists to create an NFT collection. They'll get 15k up front and then on a successful completion of your minting, they'll get a percentage back to fund the next cohort of developers. They had 177 applicants and they have officially chosen uh, their first 10 people. So that's all we know so far. Um, they haven't announced the winners or any kind of details. Uh, so this is very early. But Mitchell has been dropping some alpha on Twitter. So if you don't follow him, you should be. Uh, but he's super, super hyped. And I would not bet against the head of growth on anything dope coming down the pipeline. So check that out. Uh, City Coins and specifically Miami Coin. They got a, a distribution of $5.25 million from the Citicoin's uh, treasury wallet. And they're spending 250 k to operationalize and unlock Miami Coin. So what we know so far, if you look at Eric Gavin, uh, his Twitter, he is the executive director of Venture Miami. Uh, they're looking to hire three roles, it looks like. One is a... Uh, Web3 designer, one is a community lead, and there's one other position, I believe. Uh, but they're putting money like actively in deployment to make Miami coin more productive and useful, just like how Stacks are trying to do with, with Bitcoin. So that's dope. And then the mayor, Mayor Suarez, uh, put a proposal forward that the other $5 million should go towards uh, rental assistance. So, you know, as... Any big city that gets an influx of people, you're going to have this disparity between incomes and housing can skyrocket, and that's going to displace some people. And so they're trying to ease some of that burden and use this money for good to keep people in their homes, give them some assistance. So he put that he put that forward. Uh, I don't think anything's official yet, but I think that could be voted on soon. So it's good to see that put to work. Uh, last few things: block survey, which is the fully encrypted privacy first. Uh, survey and data collection service. Um, they raised five hundred million or five hundred million, five hundred thousand to build up their product further. So that's dope to see. They're all they were from the Stacks Accelerator Cohort One. Uh, Jude and the foundation team that's working on the uh, blockchain software. What we know, you know, Stacks two point one, two point oh five. These upgrades that we see. Uh, there is a new update. Not sure what it does. I tried reading the docs, but it's over my head, so I'll just link it below. But it's supposed to make some good things happen with the mempool and some other stuff. So check that out. Uh, Drew Falkman is... I'm just going to keep running through these, y'all. There's so much going on. Drew Falkman is a Stacks resident, and he is building something called Friends.Place, which is a DAO tooling uh, piece of software that you can connect to your Discord and can connect to your Hero Wallet. Uh, and have your control, you know, if so, you can token gate. So if someone holds an NFT, they get certain access in the Discord. Uh, he's trying to build out a whole like community management software. So he had a soft launch. 
Uh, you can go to friends.place to learn more or install.friends.place if you want to try it on your Discord server and uh, see where it's at currently. He's actively building it up right now. Also, my next episode dropping in the next day or so is with that man himself. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, all right. And then last thing, the last item of the day is uh, Project Indigo's newsletter. So Project Indigo is an NFT collection, super dope artwork. The, the collection or the people in the collection are called Wastelanders. And uh, he's building out an active story that you can use with this. It, it's a text-based game. So you plug in your Wastelanders into the game on this, this website you go to. And then depending on your characters, the story will change. And so if some of your guys are more, they have more armor or defense, or maybe they're radiated or they have laser eyes, all these different traits, they'll change the way that the story responds to your uh, party that's involved. And it's text-based, so you can click and choose answers, kind of like if you ever played uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, uh, that kind of way where you you can choose A, B, or C, and it changes the storyline and it's also professionally voice acted. So there's that other kind of interactive element. And uh, in the newsletter, they have a couple SoundCloud clips of the professional voice acting, if you want to check it out. So there's like two main characters uh, that there's that they have snippets of. There's more than two main characters overall, but they give some, some sneak peeks on those two characters. So I'll drop it in the description or the show notes. You can check it out. It sounds freaking good. So... Uh, it should be dropping this month, I hear. I got a ton of them, and I'm excited to see what this looks like. So, yeah, that is uh, this week in stacks for the week of February 11th, 2022. And, uh, yeah, I'll uh, see y'all in the next episode. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way, but I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now, I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out, make it out, cause I don't think about it.